broadcasting from an undisclosed location. From a secret hunting spot known only to him. And the guy who told him about it. And possibly the guy who told the guy who told him. It's a show all about hunting in New Zealand and around the globe. This is The Hunting Show. Find The Hunting Show on Facebook and Twitter for up-to-date information on upcoming shows and topics. Yes, it's another week of The Hunting Show and I'm still your host, Stephen Spargo. And I'm still getting all this great feedback from an interview we did a couple of weeks ago with Cam Speedy. Really most of it saying that you were mentored into hunting and you really would like the opportunity to go out and mentor a young person or someone interested, they don't necessarily have to be a young person, into hunting. And I'm really grateful that you guys have got that attitude. Well, the ones that are contacting me have, that you really want to make sure that our craft carries on and that Kiwis continue their love of the outdoors. And most of you are kind of philosophical about it. You know, there's none of this, oh, I just want to get the young followers out there. You've, you seem to have really good motivation behind it. If you didn't listen to that interview, that was episode 39, Hunters as Mentors with Cam Speedy, go back. Get it out of archive, and it's easy enough to do. Go to thehuntingshow.co.nz. Find it on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Blog Talk, Facebook. There's a hundred places you can find that show all over the internet. And have a listen to it, because I really think Cam makes some really valid points about mentoring and how to go about it. Week after that, we also did this great show with uh, the guys, the boys sitting around having a chat, having a bit of a yarn about how to get into wild game photography. And that's kind of what you said. One thing that was said on maybe after a hunt, sitting around the campfire, having a bit of a yarn uh, with a couple of mates and a few guys that we've been out with that day, that's my vision on the show. I think we can make that happen with. Easy to give us feedback. All you've got to do is email info at thehuntingshow.com and I've taken ages to reply. I don't check my spam folder very often, so that's completely my fault. Um, Tis life again. Um, Gosh. Uh, there's nothing valuable here. You've really just told me um, what you want the politicians to hear and how grumpy you are with society, and we're not that kind of show. Well, <laughs> unless I'm having a rant, we are not that kind of show. This week's interview is one of those interviews that doesn't come up very often, and it came about by chance. And this week's interview is with one of those more prominent New Zealanders that's also a hunter, and it's Shane Cameron, the mountain warrior. How are you, Shane? Oh, mate, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you, buddy. Yourself? Oh, not bad. Shane, you you, you know, mo- everyone knows, uh, or most people know about your boxing career, but not everyone knows you're a hunter. First of all, how did you get into yeah. it? Where did that start? Where did the passion for the sport start from? Oh, mate, years ago, you've been a young boy coming from a little place, Tenerotu, which is 50 minutes uh, in main drive from Gisborne. So, you know, this is very good. Very good farming, sheep and cattle, uh, high country. Um, yeah, and, and oh, from a young boy, mate, we've done a lot of pig hunting, you know, like um, one of those. So, you know, so those are more memorable hunts in my earlier days. You know, we'd go out most weekends, as I said, the guy would go out by Blake Sheriff. He was, uh, um, yeah, a mad, mad, mad hunter. And, and another mate of his, they lived together, Marty Terminal, and, um, uh, good pig hunters, mate. They, they followed the, the, the hunting comps around the place. They weren't as big back then, but uh, um, yeah, yeah, mate. Uh, yeah, it was all pigs. And, and, and up the area where I hunted, there was no deer. There was no deer back then. Um, massive amounts of deer now, but just 
yeah, there, there was nothing. You, you'd never seen them. It was all big boars and mm. and, uh, and pigs. But now was, there's less pigs and, and more there, surprisingly. But <laughs> it's, uh, it's all good, though, mate. Yeah, Shane, how do you think, you know, you've you've got into a sport that is, well, it's at the rougher end of the scale, I suppose. Do you think that your background has added to your training or your the way that you're able to cope with what you're into? Oh, yeah, mate, it's, it's yeah, it's probably, it's in a, um, added value, I suppose. It's, you know, you don't see many soft beginners around, do you? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a hard man's game, you know, especially when you're stuck out in the bush uh, for longer than what you expect to. You know, it's not mm. like where you plan to get home at 6 o'clock for dinner, you know. You, you, you may, may not get home to early hours of the morning if you get a good run or, or you get a good ball where you're trying to get carried out, you know. So, um, yeah, oh, mate, you know, so I, haven't, I haven't come across a, hot, a soft, soft hunter yet, you know. So, uh, <laughs> in the boxing, we... I haven't come across a soft boxer either, you know, so there's certain similarities there. See, one thing I find is I, I've got quite a busy life, and I'm sure you do as well. And for me, getting out and, and going on a hunt or just getting out into the bush, and it doesn't really matter whether I get anything or not, it's a way of, yeah. it's it's almost a dichotomy, isn't it? There's two completely different worlds, and one almost balances out the other. And uh, do you find that as well? Yeah, yeah, I don't get as much as I as I'd like to or used to, you know, ultimately I'd like to because I'm based in Auckland now and when I do get out, mate, it's really good and it's, as you say, sometimes, you know, in hunting you get something, sometimes you can go out three times and get nothing, you know, but um, those three times you get nothing, you still, I still love the, the country, you know, I love the countryside, the, yeah. you know, being up on the hills and the high country and just, just seeing everything, mate, and, and uh, I suppose if you see a stag or a pig or or, or anything you know, but uh, if you don't, doesn't matter. It's a good scenery, and you head on head on home. It's like playing golf, mate. You have an awesome day one day, <laughs> and then the next day you think you're going to go and kill it, and then you just play like bloody shit, you know. So it's uh, <laughs> it's one of those addiction things, really. You, you get a big ball, you want to go back again, and you get a little sucker, you know, and you release yeah. that, and uh, you just keep going. And for you, it is all about the pig hunting, eh? You haven't really got into the the deer stalking as nah, much. No, nah, no. Nah, I'm all, all deer hunting now, Miami, mate. I, oh, really? I um, yeah, I've turned it around. Like, um, yeah, I, I much prefer hunting for deer. Um, you know, as I, say, I was brought up with, with the pigs and the dogs, and uh, I much prefer the stalking, the, stalking the venison. You know, it's uh, my, my more my preference. And saying that, in terms of eating, I'd rather eat the pork, but but uh, hunt the deer. So weird enough, I don't know how that stacks up, but. Um, yeah, no, it's but hey, if a pig comes around, mate, you know, I'll, I'll pull him over. <laughs> yeah, he's having a bad yeah. day. Um, yeah, exactly. When you're hunting with your mates, you're, you're just hunting with your mates, eh? Hey? All that other stuff falls away. Um, yeah. For you, do you find that it's it's a way to get away from that, that public life? Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, of course it is, mate. It's, um, it's uh, you know, when I go hunting, I go with my brothers or boys that have known me for years and years so they just see me as, as me you know and, mm. and, and uh, so there's nothing not, you know, I'm not being pointed at or being stopped in the street or, or um, people want to talk to me about boxing or whatever you know so it's it's just let's forget all about that side of things and and go and enjoy enjoy the enjoy the, the countryside uh, and the hunting you know I used to, I used to be a shepherd you know we were growing up uh, from a young boy um 
at home, I, I never dreamt about becoming any sort of athlete, professional athlete, boxer, anything. So um, my goal was to be a farmer and a well, be a shepherd and work my way up to managing and managing a block and, and, and a dream would be to own a farm. But, you know, I left school young at 15 and then I um, uh, had, a, but by 15 I already had five broken in sheep dogs and I just, I uh, worked on three big sheep stations and I went to England on my OE just for maybe six months, but instead of being five years, I got into boxing and my whole, well, it all changed for me, mate, but like, you know, positive way, definitely. You've spent a fair bit of time overseas, I, I read, and for me, you know, I look at my brother-in-law, for example, and he's an Aussie now, the hunting's not what he wants, and for him, that's one of the major reasons he's coming home, you know, he really misses being in the, in the New Zealand outdoors. When, when you've been yeah. overseas, did you manage to get a bit of hunting in? Yeah, I did. I did. Um, a good, very good friend of mine. He, uh, he he chopped firewood for a living, and and but he was he was a big hunter. You know, and his dogs. He, he used to have, uh, well, he still has uh, sort of lurcher, greyhound, um, mastiff cross dogs. So they've got some speed and they've got some strength as well. Because you know, there's a lot of fellow fellow over there, um, and everything's all done at night. You know, the, the spotlighting, right? Um, and or lamping, whatever they call it, you know. So it's uh, you know, so it's all night time, and uh, there's a lot of fellow, a lot of fellow that was in south of south, south of London, been out of out south of London, and you know all the cornfields and after they've been cropped, and there's there's a lot of food still on the ground, so it's perfect time to come out and just and moonlight them, and there's big big mobs, and they just instead of shooting them, the dogs would pull them down. Gee, you know, man. it was pretty pretty, pretty amazing. Um, yeah, it's like lamping a here. You know, they're big on lamping their, their hares and rabbits or whatever is over there. And uh, it's the same thing. They'll put the light on the on the, on, on, on the fellow and the fellow would start running. They'd just shake the light at it and they'd be just following the, following the deer and the dog will be gone. The dog will just be following the lamp the light and then bang, it'll just hit that stag or that deer as, as hard as it was running. Just pull it down. Yeah, yeah it's, um, it's a little bit different to how we do it over here. Shane... One thing about uh, hunting that we're passionate about, or, or I'm personally passionate about, is hunters as mentors, you know. It's about now I'll be rolling their eyes because I always harp on about getting our young people out there. Do you think that it has a positive effect on you? Yeah, yeah, well, um, yeah, well, for, I, I can speak for my daughter. She's nine, yeah. um, and I take her hunting. You know, I've, I've taken her hunting from when she was like three years old. You know, we'd live out in the, in the sheriff's bed in the sheriff's quarters for a few days and, and go hunting. And she lives in the city. She lives with her mother in Pumps and North, so she lives the city life. But when she comes with me, even nine years old, she, she loves going hunting. You know, and she don't mind, you know, honestly, she'd say, can you shoot that goat? Because, you know, I want to um, cut its throat. You know, and she's nine years old. And then, so, okay, she may not be a hunter, but nothing grosses her out or anything like that so um she she's exposed to mate this country's built on the our, 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 our country's built on 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 export you know sheep and cattle and all that sort of stuff and that's how we've done so well as a country so uh you know you can never turn the blind eye to that and I, I i um give her that experience you know where we go hunting on the quad bikes cold as hell or anything and <laughs> but she still goes back to palm and, and lives lives that life but at the same time when she comes with me we go hunting and we live it rough you know and she she loves it she really loves it so it just gives her both sides of of whatever track she wants to take 
Hmm. Shane, you've been hunting. Uh, oh, not an awful long time. You're not. You're not that old. <laughs> um, but you've been hunting a long time. You must have a couple of decent hunting stories for us. Um. Yeah. Probably. Like when I said to you, I'm a big pig hunter. But uh, my first, my first deer that I, I shot I was, and I'd never seen any deer on the place um, where I was hunting, and. I was sitting there one night. I took a mate out hunting, a, a boxing mate of mine, and um, oh, this is probably twelve years ago. And we were sitting on this hill. It was just on dark, and I'm going just scope around. He didn't know what he's looking for. I'm you know, he's looking for black dots, and he's like, "Going, what about that one over there?" I'm going, "No, no, that's a goat. What about that one over there? No, no, that's a bushes, or that's a that's a log, or whatever it may be." You know, so I was amusing. He was amusing me in that way. And then I'm just sitting there, and then I look just down, and about, no, oh, it was only not even 100 metres, mate, I could see there's antlers of this deer. That's all I could see, just turning, turning around. It was like, it was in the right on the bushage, and there was a fence there, and it was ready to jump back into the paddock we were in. was a, like lush grass all the way up to halfway up your knees, you know. And uh, I'm going, oh, my God, that looks like a deer, you know, and I've never hunted deer. And it uh, just jumped over the fence, and it stood to me side on, and it sort of had a bit of a look around, looked to the left and looked to the right, and then looked forward. I'm going, this is, this can't be right, you know. And then I'm going, oh my god! So I loaded the gun, and it was, and he's just ready to turn. So I look, I, I lay down, and he's just ready to turn to me, and bang! I banged him right on the shoulder, and he and he jumped forward, and he fell right down the right down the hill. You know, if he'd stayed on the track, it would have been perfect, and it would have been an easy carry. But he uh, dropped all the way down, and. I was blown away, mate, and I think I don't know whether I got him or not. And uh, so I went down. The head, the head itself was a hundred pounds, so it was a, it was it was a good sized animal. And I tried to carry it out, you know, whole without cutting nothing off it because there's no way I was doing that, you know. So I cut the head off and and we carried the rest out. But that, that's probably more, uh, a most memorable memorable one, you know. The, the, one that I can think of, mate. You put me on the spot, but that's probably one that stands out for me. And that was that was uh, that was that was many many years ago. You definitely always remember that first deer that you shot, don't you? It's sort of ingrained in oh, you. Oh, mate, exactly. And I've never shot, never shot as good a deer since since that that day. You know, I may never ever one um, shoot at you know that one. But yeah, you know, the goal is to always try and get a bigger one. You know, I think that's a nice head, but I want to get a bigger spread or thicker timber or whatever it may be. You know, but um, hey, until that day comes. Well, there's no story. <laughs> <laughs> Shane, well, a couple of tips for young people or guys that are looking at getting into hunting or they're doing a bit of big hunting and they want to get into a bit of deer stalking. Can you? What, what's your advice for these guys? Um, well, it's, I think it's the biggest thing is the same as in life, mate. You, you pick the right people, surround yourself with the right people. Yeah. You know, and that equals um, gun safety and all that sort of stuff, mate, because it's not good you hear of hunters getting shot and all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. because they're not identifying their target or they, they, they see a little bit of uh, a movement in the bush and they just think, oh, that's where the bear venison's going to be or the pig's going to be, and they, and they pull the trigger, and that's just a big no-no. You until you 100%, you know, identify your target, you know, um, that's 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 my key when I take any 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 guys out for a hunt or whatever. But mate, just go with good blokes, you know, people that know what they're doing, um, and they'll teach you the right things. Go with cowboys, well, you're going to be a cowboy yourself, you know. So mm-hmm. just just surround yourself with the right people, the right hunters, you know. You can have you can have a have a really really good time. 
And you've made another really good point, possibly without realising it, but yet no one ever bought any meat home sitting on the couch at home, eh? So get out there and do it. Oh, definitely, mate, you know. Unless you're a vegetarian, well, you'll, you'll go, go uh, <laughs> do no hunting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Well, we sort out those animals that eat all their food, eh? Yeah, exactly, mate. If you're a vegetarian, you can go out and eat the grass. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's exactly right. So, Shane, yeah. we've we've talked about your hunting. What what's next in store for you? What have you got coming up? Boxing. Well, no, I've retired from boxing, mate. My yeah. last fight, that was that was the end of it, mate. So, uh, you know, I just got to stick to my word. And then, you know, as I said, I got, I got full short on that last fight, which yeah. I did. You know, it was, it was a hard fight, close fight, but. Uh, yeah, no, the big fella got me, but I'll, I'll um, I'll, uh, no, I'll call it quits there, mate. There's a few things that I'm focusing on. I want to focus on becoming a bit more of a promoter. Yeah. In the boxing game, uh, I put on two shows last year, non-televised shows, but eventually I'll get into the tele- televised ones. But they, they seem to work well for me. And um, yeah, looking after the young guy coming through as, as a tra- I train him, I promote him, I manage him. So it's, uh, it's exciting uh, for me. I own a gym in Auckland here that keeps yeah. me busy, mate. And, got a foundation where I run uh, holiday programs. I'm big on uh, looking after young kids, mate, because, you know, my eyes, kids kids are our future, you know, so if I can mentor or guide, you know, one of 20, mate, that's uh, it, a bonus for me. So, yeah, you, so you've definitely retired from the boxing thing. What, what's, what about hunting? Yeah. Have you, you're looking at trying to get into that a little bit more? Have you got a bit more time uh, to get out yeah. into, into the bush? Yeah, a lot more time for hunting, mate. Of, uh, I can actually do uh, a lot more hunting now. Whereas previously, I could only probably squeeze in uh, one, maybe two, at a stretch a year Gee. because of uh, because of my timetable. But but now I can I can adjust things and and to where you know if you can't shoot anything there, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, five times a year to me sounds a little bit light still, though. You know, I'm lucky enough to live in Topor. Uh, so I'm right on the you know the doorway to some of the best hunting in the country, or particularly in the North yeah. Island. So five times a year, yeah. man. I'm sure you can do better than that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll just see how we go, mate. Let's talk. <laughs> let's talk next year and, and see what see what numbers we get up to, eh? Yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, hey, do, it's do, all do, about quantity, mate, not quality, eh? Yeah. You know, oh, it's yeah. all about. <laughs> I can go out twenty times a year, mate. Probably shoot nothing, you know. Yeah. Or, you know, but I like to go out five times. And, yeah. and, and come home with the bacon every time. But, you know, hey, as you know, with hunting, mate, it doesn't happen all the time. No, and you can pay an awful lot of money or get onto the best blocks and uh, and still not come home. And the guy that goes on to, you know, five minutes off the road on a bit of public land can, yep. can nail something, eh? Yeah, 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 mate. Dead right, dead right. Well, well, Shane, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Next time you're in Topol, look me up. Maybe we go for a little bit of a, a walk. I know some pretty decent spots. And, um, yeah, mate, beautiful. And how about we do that? How about we catch up in a year or so, see how things are going? And uh, what I'll yep. do is I'll put a link to your website on the comment section of the podcast. If you guys want to scroll down, you'll find it there. You can have a look at what Shane's up to. And all the best with your events and promoting them. Um, you probably don't know this about the, this about me, but I do a bit of that as well. Certainly not in the boxing scene, but in other things. Um, so I know how much work is involved. So, Shane, oh, again. Beautiful, mate. Beautiful. Yeah, thanks for appearing on the show, and we'll catch up in about a year. Pleasure, mate. Pleasure. Take care. Cheers. Just a reminder, if you'd like to get that 12-month subscription to NZ Outdoor and Hunting Magazine, all you've got to do is be active with us. And I know I harp on about this a little bit, but it really is that simple. Like us on Facebook, share stuff. 
please share stuff um, because it really helps our cause. Share stuff online and um, it could be your face at the top of our page with the fan of the month. And and there's some great guys. And <laughs> the great thing about NZ Outdoor Hunting Magazine is their magazine is great for content for the good job at, at weeding out some of those great ideas and great stories that hunters in New Zealand have to talk about. That's us for another week. Gee, again, we're done. Behave out there and good hunting. Podcasting from an undisclosed location, from a secret hunting spot known only to him and the guy who told him about it, and possibly the guy who told the guy who told him. It's a show all about hunting in New Zealand and around the globe. This is The Hunting Show. Find The Hunting Show on Facebook and Twitter for up-to-date information on upcoming shows and topics.